0: This is The State for Thursday, January 12th, where we bring you the headlines that matter. I'm Rachel Fulton. For our first headline of the day, focusing on city news, the East Lansing City Council passed a motion declaring the city a sanctuary city in a 3-1 to vote on Tuesday. The vote fouled a delay last month after requests were made by the council to the city's legal team on effects the status could have and how the status would differ from East Lansing's current safe haven status passed in 2017. The city's Human Rights Commission, later joined by the University Student Commission, passed a resolution last month asking the council to designate East Lansing as a sanctuary city. The designation would mean city officials and law enforcement would not cooperate with federal agents to enforce immigration laws. Human Rights Commission chairperson Liz Miller said that while she understands the term sanctuary city is not legally binding, the classification offers a that allows a city to exercise restraint when federal authorities claim jurisdiction over immigration laws. Councilmember George Brickover voted no on the resolution, while Councilmember Dana Watson, Mayor Pro Tem Jesse Gregg, and Mayor Ron Bacon voted in favor of the resolution. During the public comment section of the meeting, one community member, who did not provide their full name, said the establishment of East Lansing as a sanctuary city is something the community has been fighting in favor of for years. They said that the small change in wording could have a profound impact on someone's life. For our second headline, focusing on more city news... A collision resulted in a brief closure of lanes on Grand River Avenue on Tuesday night. The accident took place in front of Pecana on East Grand River Avenue. Three cars were involved in the crash, but the East Lansing Police Department could not confirm the cause of the accident. Sergeant Travis Bove confirmed that both East Lansing Police Department and Fire Department responded. Fire was on the scene because there was a gas leak in the road, Bove said. Both said that none of the drivers involved in the accident were transported to local hospitals. Eastbound lanes on the street were closed while firefighters cleared the scene of debris. For our final headline of the day, focusing on Michigan State men's basketball, Michigan State ultimately outlasted number 18 Wisconsin in the final minutes for a 69-65 win in Madison. Tied at 61 with just a couple minutes left in the game, junior guard A.J. Hogard couldn't miss. The Spartans' starting point guard scored six of MSU's final eight points to ice the game for the visitors. The Spartan starters carried the offensive load throughout the evening, led by graduate senior forward Joey Hauser. The bench was almost invisible for Michigan State, scoring just eight points on the evening. Turnovers were a major source of pain for the Spartans. By the end of the night, Wisconsin scored 27 points off of Michigan State's 14 turnovers. Unsurprisingly, MSU's offense was completely carried by the starters in the first half. Through the first 20 minutes, the bench scored just two points, and those came courtesy of former starter, senior forward Malik Hall. After a slow, plodding game against Michigan, the Spartans played with all sorts of pace in the opening minutes against the Badgers. Even when the shots weren't falling, MSU was moving quickly up and down the court. That pace initially favored the visitors, as the Spartans held on to a lead for the first 13 minutes. With the game knotted at 61, Hogard took over the game. He scored MSU's final six points, driving to the basket twice and taking on a pair of free throws to seal the victory for Michigan State. MSU is heading right back to the road tomorrow to take on another conference opponent at Illinois. And before we end our episode, today's weather forecast is predicting cloudy skies early, followed by a mixture of light rain and snow in the afternoon, with a high of 40 and a low of 27. Thank you for joining us for The State, produced by the State News and Impact 89FM. You can find us online at statenews.com and impact89fm.org. And we'll be back tomorrow with more.